0: You ready to shine a light on mental health?
1: Give me your keep going. I owed it to myself to finish
0: the story. I was blown away. You feel it in your chest when he starts talking about his story. He had every opportunity to give it up. There's a brick wall in front of him he just runs through it. That keep going moment. My keep going moment. That's my keep going moment. Let's keep going. Welcome, team, to episode six of the Keep Going podcast, Athletes Shining a Light on Mental Health. My name's Luke, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat. What's going on, buddy?
1: Luke, I am out here in beautiful Nashville. Um, Got our flight delayed a little bit. So coming back from ABCA, had a great weekend. But, yeah, we're still in the airport,
0: as you can tell hold on, hold on. Let's not go any further before uh, I say happy birthday to my man right here. Thanks for taking all this on with me, Pat. I appreciate you. You're loved by so many people. One of the best guys I know. So happy birthday, man.
1: I love you, bro. And it's a blessing that we get this platform and uh, I'm excited to have Anissa on and I'm excited to have the circle of people that celebrated with me. So I appreciate you, Luke. Thank you.
0: hundred percent, man. So we've touched on baseball before today. will be a softball. Uh, But look, before we get into the episode, you know, we're not psychiatrists, we're not psychologists, we're not experts in those fields, we're just two ex-athletes. You know, were we great athletes or not? I don't know. But uh, we're here doing our thing now, trying to impact people in a positive way. Um, one way we do that is by keeping ourselves accountable and having a good start to the week ourselves. So, for our weekly self-help segment, Pat, what did you do this week to help out yourself? Yeah, man, so this was a really weird one. I usually am not traveling Um, I
1: work 100% remote for the most part, but had to come out here to Nashville for the convention. So something I did was trying to get an earlier start in the morning to make up for things that were kind of going on. So giving myself a 30 minute buffer, just in case I had to do some stuff with flights or hotels or extra packing, giving myself the 30 minutes more waking up earlier has helped me. And guys, if you don't have a morning routine already, it's like robbing the bank with nobody there. That would be my advice. (laughs) That's what I did this week. So absolutely.
0: Yeah, dude, I love it. Uh, Love that man. The getting up and uh, having a little extra preparation is something I've always, always, always struggled with. I think you gave me that advice a couple of weeks back just to get a more solid morning routine. And it helped me like have the motivation to actually get up right. Instead of laying around in bed for, for the extra five or 10 minutes. So that was big for me a couple of weeks ago.
1: No, agreed. Um, I think that one thing I would like to add on that is, you know, they talk about Lombardi time you know, for the Green Bay Packers, how 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes early was on time. If you start putting that time in, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, you'll never feel rushed. It's a lot easier to be present. So I just wanted to add that. That'd be my advice.
0: Yeah. hundred um, percent. One thing I did was breathing techniques this week. So somebody on the accountability partners group chat um, put in a breathing technique. Was it Jackie? Yeah. Shout them yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. Shout out accountability partner. Shout out Jackie. Um, just keeping us accountable every day, keeping us inspired every day. Um, yeah. So she gave me a breathing technique to work on this week and it was, it was sweet. Um, kept me kind of in tune, mentally focused and and it was great. I agree. I think the breathing aspect is sometimes really overlooked. Um, I I'm a
1: mouth breather myself. I think the, the nose breathe stuff really helps. So if you haven't looked into that quick, Google jump on YouTube, shout out Jackie. That was an awesome, awesome thing this week.
0: Sweet. Pat, you want to introduce our guest here and have her come on?
1: Oh, I absolutely will. So we got a big-time guest in the house tonight, another former Rutgers student-athlete. Anissa, go ahead and flip that camera on, and we'll talk more with you, okay?
2: Hi, guys. Anissa,
1: what's good? How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Luke, first time meeting Anissa today. What's your first impression?
0: Yeah, just had a couple conversations before we got started here, and already super cool and super positive person so that's who we love to have on and we're excited to talk to you and Anissa, anytime we
1: get an opportunity to have someone that not only played at the highest level played on a national team for your country and still involved with student athletes and doing things that help athletes feel better it's it's awesome you know you're definitely making an impact and we're excited to have you on
2: thank you guys so much
0: yeah for sure
1: of course so Luke here's what we'll do let's start early on Anissa how we got in contact. Um, I actually coached, if you guys didn't know, listeners tonight, I coached with Anissa's brother um, for Fastball USA. He's another baseball, another softball guy. But Anissa, early on, how did you get incorporated with softball and how did that become kind of your identity?
2: Um, I've been playing softball for uh, as long as I can remember. I was, you know, playing T-ball when I was like four years old. Um, and obviously, as you mentioned, Pat, like I have an older brother. He's four years older than me. Um, and he was really big in baseball, and I, from a very young age, just wanted to follow right in his footsteps. Like he, he was really big on baseball. I was going to be really big in softball. I wanted to do what my older brother was doing, and uh, I stuck with it ever since. Yeah, yeah hey, I, I, get, think get, oh, <laughs> I think you accomplished
0: that. hundred percent. Yeah, I think you nailed that on the head. <laughs> no, for sure. And Anissa,
1: I know you were listening on before with Luke. At this point in time we talk about things that we have our athletes do to feel better, have a better daily routine, you know, things to help with their self-care. What was something that you did this week that really helped you in that
2: aspect? Um, this week, I was really focusing on getting back into a schedule because a little bit of a weird time for me. I'm on break. Uh, I'm in physical therapy school right now. So it was the last week of my break. So I wanted to get back into a routine, waking up early um, and then getting, you know, organized and getting ready for the semester. And I think if I feel organized, I feel better kind of going into the semester and like, I'm ready. I'm just ready to go.
1: I love that. Luke, yeah, you can relate to that. We were just talking about you with that.
0: Well, the, and it's funny. She says organized. All PT people are organized. I, I haven't met one. That's not my girlfriend's type a, she's very organized, very schedule oriented. has got the planner, got everything there. And that's, yeah, I can I know the struggles you're going. I don't personally know the struggles you're going through, but, you know, secondhand, though.
1: No. <laughs> no, I guess so that's good stuff. And you're over at UIC now, correct?
2: Yeah, UIC. Wow.
1: We need to get them connected with the Peterson family. And uh, one of our main sponsors on the podcast is the Peterson family. Ray Peterson plays baseball at UIC. So if you don't know him already, we'll have to get you guys connected.
0: Go Flames. Yeah, so I, uh,
2: I've been doing a lot of shadowing, uh, obviously, I'm interested in going into sports with PT further down the road. Um, So I've been shadowing uh, with the baseball team, with the athletic trainer there. So I've already been kind of shadowing them in the fall. Um, Okay. it's been a really cool experience.
1: Okay. Very cool. No, absolutely. And I have a couple guys. Luke, go ahead. What do you got?
0: No, I love that. Um, And and I'm glad we've got somebody on this week. We've had a a couple different guests that, you know, they had to step away from sports, right, and kind of take a break from it because it was mentally exhausting them and and maybe not the most positive thing for them. (laughs) But Anissa's is kind of on the other side of it, where softball is a huge thing in our life, and it's a big positive motivator. And that that's just refreshing to hear as well.
1: No, for sure. For sure. And Anissa, I know you're super modest. Like a lot of our guests, we don't have people on here boasting about themselves. We, I know. Leave, we leave that to me and Luke. We kind of talk about ourselves all the time. But Anissa, yeah. tell me about high school and college. When did you realize, like, wow, I'm legit. Like, I'm a good ball player. This is going to be an opportunity to play in college. When did you realize you had it? Because not a lot of people – have it ever? So go ahead.
2: Oh, I, I honestly, I don't really know. I just ever since I was little, like you know, I remember, you know, I, we grew up in the uh, Big Ten area, so watching the Big Ten all the time, watching softball on TV, um even traveled to go watch like Team USA play in some games, and it's just something that I always looked up to doing. um And I think in high school it was maybe hard for me because I realized back then obviously the recruiting rules I think have changed but people were getting recruited very very young and I didn't totally understand it so I was kind of like nervous that maybe I wasn't going to get this opportunity um and uh and yeah I remember going to a camp at Mizzou I was a sophomore and uh that was when I realized oh like you know people are getting recruited at this age and I actually really love the school and um I think during the camp, you know, the coach made a comment about my hitting. And so I was just really pumped, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, go play division one softball and I was gonna fight for that dream.
1: I love that. You could bop it, Ness. I remember watching you hit at a, you know, a young age with the guys over at Fastball USA and being like, there's a reason this girl can hit. She cares about this. She cares about the teammates, the people around her. It was inspiring being a guy that played Juco, played D3 to watch you play so well with your class of girls and even the guys at the facility looked up to you as a role model. That's for sure.
0: What do you got, Luke? I'm just glad that, you know, somebody that had the talent to make it in D1 had the wherewithal to understand people were getting recruited sophomore year. I thought I was going to go play D1 and I I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you when people started getting recruited whenever I was in high school, that was just so far off my brain. Like I'm just glad people had the, the wherewithal to know that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, no, of course, of course. And Anissa, so you end up at
0: Rutgers. Was yes. that your
1: number one right after you visited, or was there other schools that you were considering?
2: Um, I like I said, I went to a Mizzou camp. I really liked it. Um, obviously, uh, didn't fall my way. Um, I was also a little interested in Minnesota briefly. Um, and by this point, I was in my junior year. And again, at this point in time, you know, a lot of those big schools were recruiting kids. Kids were verbaling to them like freshman and sophomore year, which is crazy to think because
0: yeah, pretty early, so young.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like middle of my junior year when I ended up committing the Rutgers and the only, the only downside I could think of for Rutgers is how far it was from home. Cause initially I was thinking I didn't, I didn't want to go that far, um, but you know, obviously a great academic school. They were new to the big 10 at that point, And I was ready to, you know, get in there and prove ourselves, prove myself. Um, so it just kind of ended up that way.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, and that kind of led you on to another big step in your softball journey, didn't it?
2: Uh, yeah, so with, with the Greek team, um, I, got, I got an email in my freshman year about it. Um, they had gotten a new coach, and so he also coaches um, in the NCAA. So he was looking oh. for um, players uh, with Greek background. And um, I talked to my coach about it. I also had a previous travel ball coach that played in Italy and actually played for him. Um, talked to her about the opportunity a little bit, and so I decided to go oh, play for the Greek national team. Um, I started. I had to start a process to get my Greek citizenship to play for the team. Um, so I did that during my freshman year, and then that summer, going into my sophomore year, was my first uh, tournament playing with them. So that was a really crazy experience.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, and, yeah, uh, go ahead, Luke. Uh, cool cool um so that's all coming to a forefront freshman and sophomore year right what what were those times like were, were you feeling overwhelmed were you feeling positive about the whole thing what were what were the emotions back then
2: uh it was kind of crazy to think because I was you know you're going to play in Europe you're kind of like I just got to college and you know there's that's the senior team that I went to play with so you got you got you know women in their 20s 30s Still playing yeah. softball over there. So yeah. yeah. Sure. But um, just such a crazy opportunity to to pass up, you know. And I'm glad that I I'm glad that I rolled with it. I'm glad that I did that and played with that team. I think I played with them for like four tournaments, obviously before COVID hit. Um, and then everything kind of was at a halt.
1: No, Niss, I I want to piggyback off Luke. This is awesome stuff. You know, you get a chance. You know, I was out at the ABCA um at the convention this weekend in Nashville. I was talking to a girl named Maddie over at Blast Motion that played uh, for the Israeli national team. And I said, hey, I know someone that played for Italy, played for Greece, yourself and all this. There's a lot of pressure when it comes to representing your country. You know, you're in a, you're a culture shock. You're in a different environment. You're playing at the highest level. Were there times where you felt like, hey, I don't belong here? Or did you run into any issues, any failures on that team or in your Division One career?
2: Um, I would say with the Greek team, uh, I didn't really think of any of that, you know, I mean, it was really, I don't want to say brief, but because, because we're from all over the place, we kind of get together for a brief period of time before we play in a tournament. And so it's just, it's just so much fun. We're out there having a blast. Um, I think there were definitely some struggles that I went through in college, um, and learning how to kind of overcome that and continue to, you know, build up you know, my mental, my mental game, be mentally tougher, um, as I push through, uh, my college career.
1: For sure. For sure. And Luke, I'm going to go out here and I think you're going to piggyback off me with this. You know, we have a lot of listeners that are trying to play at the highest level. They're trying to take their day to day and turn it into their dream. Um, advice for any kids or even any adults that are trying to help their kids through this, any advice
2: for them um yeah I would definitely say I I think especially with softball like and baseball it it's a game of failure and that's something that you have to like you have to realize you're going to fail more times than you succeed and you'll still be considered really really good so we you kind of have to take those bumps in the road those failures and you have to learn from your mistakes but you can't let it bring you down and you're also going to have people tell you, I I mean, I was told, you know, I'm too small. I was told that my swing won't work for softball. Like it's a baseball swing. Um, you're going to have people tell you things in your life, but you have to stay true to yourself and know, you know, know what you can do and believe in yourself. And, you know, you're always going to deal with adversity. Just got to, just got to push through it. Prove people wrong.
1: Run that back listeners. Uh-huh, that is any anytime that me and Luke start smiling at each other on zoom, <laughs> I know someone is preaching in the booth right now. Yeah. Somebody oh, yes. drop so us some novel. That was unreal. Luke, go ahead, Matt. I know what you got to say next,
0: dude? That was crazy. I mean, you 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 went through some adversity and, and you just kept going, right? That's that's what we're all about here. I'm fired um, up. You pick yourself up and and you keep going, and, and you make sure you have the help around you if you need it. You make sure you've got your support group, but but ultimately you gotta you gotta keep going. So that, that's that's an awesome story.
1: Yeah, awesome stuff, Miss. I guess that takes me to. I'll ask this week, Luke what is your keep going moment Anissa? You know, you're in your mid twenties now you're at a point where, you know, you're starting to career away from softball, but you're still helping people. What was your keep going moment?
2: Uh, I think my keep going moment was, you know, that dream that I had as a little, little girl wanting to play, wanting to play at such a big level, you know? And I think that that determination is something that I still keep with me. I, I knew that I was going to want to do something after I graduated, um, you know, from undergrad moving out of softball. Now, you know, being in PT school, I have this goal. I want to work in sports and I want to try to be the best I can be. So I'm going to do what I can to achieve that. Um, So I think that determination and that grit that I had throughout athletics, like that's what I continue to carry with me.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I want to be conscious of your time, Miss. I want to be conscious of our time. Luke, I'm going to let you go into your last question here and we'll wrap us up. But God, I'm, I'm blown away by this. I think it's awesome. And you've been a role model, even being older than you, you've been a role model of mine, how you've handled your business and how your family handles your business. So if I haven't said that already, it's a blessing to know you and your brother and your family. And thank you for being you. I'm, I'm happy to have you here. Luke, go thanks.
0: ahead. Yeah, go Miss, on. thanks for coming on and, and, and sharing your story with us. Um, You know, what's the future look like for you? You're trying to work with a softball team. You're trying to work specifically with that sport or, or what are you thinking
2: uh, well, I think it'd be really amazing to work potentially with a professional baseball team somewhere down the road. Um, so I'm doing what I can. I'm trying to shadow and get as much you know, exposure as I can to sports PT and you know, with athletic teams, especially baseball. Um, and there are sports residency programs. UIC actually has one um lucky enough uh but i'd love to do a residency and you know further my skills once i graduate pt school and try to work my way you know into that field
0: 100 well hey we're rooting for you and big dreams lead to big things so you're gonna kill it and you know i'm proud of, i'm proud to know you after tonight and and proud of things you've done in your life already
2: thank you thank you
1: so much no of course and miss if you ever need a reference or anything feel free to reach out to me um we're gonna have several baseball people on so i'll keep plugging you we'll keep you kind of in the loop with everything because once you're a part of the KG family we don't go anywhere um so it's it's just what it is my last thing and then we'll wrap you up for today if you could talk to Anissa Eliopoulos at a young age young girl trying to get to where you're at now what would you tell her
2: I mean I guess I would say you know keep working hard but uh, on the flip side of that too like it's you know, after looking back at my college career, I would say, you know, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to take a break from things. You know, you're surrounded by, especially once you get to college, you're surrounded by your sport so much, you know, there's so much time invested that it's okay to take, you know, a day. It's okay to pick up a new hobby and kind of have something away from the sport. Cause I think if you can clear your mind mentally, you're only going to come back to it, you know, even better. And, you know, burnout's a real thing, I think. So if you can have other things to do and prevent that as much as you can. I think that's always a good thing too.
1: Oh, Nissa, that's great stuff. And listeners, run that 30 second back again. I, the self-care piece and the understanding of now being in your mid twenties, understanding that, hey, there was more than just softball that went with this. It's lifetime habits, it's lifetime memories. And it's a great stuff. Luke, anything before I let her go?
0: No, just thank you so much for coming on, Alyssa. We appreciate you.
2: Thank you guys. Thanks so thank much. Thank you, girl. And- I think what you guys are doing is really awesome. And I know I appreciate it. And I know there's probably a bunch of other people that appreciate it too. So thank you guys so much.
0: Thank you. All love.
1: Thanks for helping to end the stigma. Keep going. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Ness. Bye. Bye. Wow. Luke, what what do you, what do you got? First impression.
0: Rucker softball, Greek national team softball, physical therapy, at UIC. I mean, just crushing the game, you know.
1: Now this is good stuff, and I'm gonna laugh when we run back this recording. As my girlfriend Ashton is texting me, "Hey Pat, I got a pee, so now I'm walking across the airport, guys, live at <laughs> Nashville <laughs> Airport, going to watch Nashville, Vegas. Max. She's gonna love that shout out when we get this recording out. But Luke, I thought that was awesome. Anissa, once again, another modest guest, but her message speaks volumes. She's been at the highest level of this game. She's modest, she's humble, and she's established herself with these habits. It's awesome, man.
0: Yeah, 100%. Just just learning from somebody like her that's played at the highest level and know how she took care of herself um, and just kept herself mentally focused with that self-care piece she was talking about at the end is something that a lot of our listeners can take into their college lives or their high school lives depending on where they're at in their journey.
1: Couldn't agree more. And I think when she said the burnout aspect, for our young listeners playing this game, baseball, softball, or even working a nine to five there's more than life than just that and wow that was yeah. fantastic yeah as you get Dude, older
0: it sets in a little bit more <laughs> no
1: let's, let's let's definitely make a transition here to our social media if i haven't already um at the kg podcast we do our social media shout out of the week and at this point right now get on there we're sharing great content and I, speaking of that content luke the donovan mitchell stuff which kind of got overshadowed by the bills injury. Get our listeners back on track with that.
0: Yeah. So Donovan Mitchell um, posted a picture on Instagram the other day, um, and he held a whiteboard up. Pat, can you tell them what the whiteboard was saying? Yeah, man. So 71. Piece of paper. Donovan, sorry.
1: Yeah. Donovan Mitchell puts on 71 on the Bulls. Poor Bulls. My Chicago Bulls. I'm being a Chicago guy. And and the whiteboard said, yeah. "Don't man up. Speak up." Was the message, and it was. Amazing, man. Uh, Yeah. We need more of that. When someone has a big-time play or a big-time performance, a lot of the times you see the sign of the cross, you see them thanking other people. But to go put a piece of paper that says, speak up, don't man up, along those lines, I thought that was pretty powerful.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to break the stigma and Donovan Mitchell's doing it on a a much larger scale than us, but man, that's, that's an absolutely powerful message.
1: Agreed. And we need more athletes to do that. We need more athletes on the men's side and the woman's side to show that emotion, show that passion. Cause this is a real thing that people are struggling with daily. It's one thing like this at a time that could impact thousands, even millions uh, donovan mitchell you gained two new fans i hope one day you get to listen to this episode and god that was awesome stuff
0: 100 100 man
1: no no doubt luke anything coming on your radar when it comes to more of the mental health donation stuff charity foundation stuff anything that you've been hearing on your end
0: um not for me i'm looking at well we're going to be looking at putting on some charity events in our respective areas over the summer or maybe into the fall and um I'm kind of talking with some local organizations in Knoxville, so I don't want to put anybody out there on the spot or anything like that just yet. But I'll be looking for some announcements from us in the next couple of months.
1: No, absolutely, and we want to do a wiffle ball tournament um, and raise some money for mental health awareness. Um, one in Chicago land area and one in the Tennessee, maybe Knoxville area. So look out for more information on that as we go on. But we're excited to not only bring you this content, but we want to go out in the community and make an impact. So if you guys hear about anything, if you guys have questions, you have ideas, you have guests for us, reach out to our email. Luke, do you want to give the email real quick?
0: Yeah, it's uh, keepgoingpod at gmail.com. So um, please, please reach out. Uh, we want to answer any questions y'all got. We want to uh, connect on any issues that you guys think are important that you want us to talk about. Um, and if you guys want to make an appearance on the pod, just hit us up there. Hit us up on Instagram. Anyway, we're accessible pretty much at all times. We're looking to make, make an impact. Um any way we can so you know books are open
1: no luke and awesome stuff and please keep giving us great guests too like we don't get people like anissa without you guys it's always uh, our network's getting connected the more that we can spread the word the more we can end the stigma here guys um luke we have an ad read then we'll wrap up today so go ahead with that
0: yeah 100 guys i've said it once and i'll say it again power pipe hitting okay steve peterson in the crystal lake illinois area details will be in the bio, he's got what you need. The power pipe hitting tool, it's going to get you hitting homers, okay? He's got video evaluations as well that he's selling. Um, but, dude, get up with Steve. Get up with the Peterson family. They're good people. We'll take care of you around the Chicago area. Hit them up.
1: All I got to say, too, is going back to the UIC stuff, if we're doing the Wiffle Ball tournament, I need Ray and Anissa on my team. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: I'll take them. I'll sit the bench. No.
1: Oh my, no, no, Luke, you're with me too. I mean, I'm not going to abandon my co-host, but we're going to hit the bottom (laughs) half of the lineup and they're going to hit the middle of the lineup. So just making that clear, (laughs) making that clear. Well, hopefully we haven't been too choppy guys. I told Luke at the beginning of the episode, I'm currently sitting at Nashville airport. Um, Sometimes you just got to keep going. So that we get it any
0: way possible.
1: (laughs) I think right now from the hotel or hotel airport bar, smack that by Akon is playing. If you can hear that in the background. What a banger. But here we are, man. Well, I appreciate it. We got Brandon Gossett, coach over in the Kansas area out of JUCO coming on next week. One of my good friends, one of my favorite coaches. And uh Luke, anything before we wrap up today?
0: That's it, man. We just appreciate the support. You know, over a hundred listens on that last episode in a week, and that's absolutely massive. Every time I open it up to check the analytics and, and the retention numbers, all that good stuff, the numbers that go behind the podcast um, just, you know, it felt like a very impactful thing and that's what we're trying to do. So we appreciate everybody reaching out and letting us know they were listening and how much it helped them.
1: No, I agree. And having people come up to me in Nashville this weekend and not talk to me about baseball, but talk to me about the mental health stuff I'm doing. I I couldn't even, couldn't even tell you. Um, we're blessed to have this platform. Luke, I love you, man. And, uh,
0: keep going. All right. hundred percent. Keep going, Pat. Love you, buddy. I love you, bud. Peace.